in the last several years of my life have proven to me that there there is no such thing. There is no cap. There is no limit or bounds to what I can achieve and to what I can do. Hi friends and welcome to Do The Damn Thing. I'm your host, Lauren LaRue. I'm an entrepreneur who started with a small blog and now I am the CEO of the LaRue brand a lifestyle business and branding studio for women entrepreneurs building intentional lives and intentional businesses. But don't fret, this podcast is for everybody. I created this podcast with the intent to offer people a safe space to land and learn about the journey we're all on together. It's not just about being happy. It's about healing, getting to know yourself and living intentionally, which is why this podcast is the right place for all of you beautiful souls showing up ready to change your life. Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another very exciting, very special episode of the Do the Damn Thing podcast. I am so excited to be coming to you today on August 23rd, which is my 26th birthday. I'm so excited to be chatting with you guys today. Obviously, I am not recording this on my actual birthday, but that's okay. Rest assured, I'm very excited to be updating you guys on everything I want to talk about today, which is kind of how I'm closing out 25 and everything I've learned over the last year and what I plan on 26 kind of looking like. So we're just going to dive right in. I want to start with 25. I talked about all of this on the blog this week, but I really, as always, want to use the podcast as a platform to really expand that conversation and uh, hit a little bit more depth and a little bit more intrigue with all of the conversations that we're talking about. So Rest assured, I've got a lot of really exciting topics for today, and I'm just honestly, I, I feel really, really blessed moving into this next year, and I'm going to share all the reasons why, but we'll start with 25 and just kind of move on from there. 25, 25 has been a beautiful, beautiful year. It has been the most transformative year of my life. It has been the year the most things have shifted in my life. It's been a year I've achieved the most success and probably experienced the least amount of failure, which is incredible to say that those two things go hand in hand over the last year. But this year of my life has been transformative in so many different and beautiful ways. I have not only transformed in my personal life, in my professional life, Not only have I transformed in my success and in my clients and in my relationships, but the most important transformation I've experienced this last year has been in my mindset. And it's been something that for years I've wondered if I could achieve and I've hoped that I could achieve, but the positivity of it, the hundred percentness of it, like knowing wasn't always there until this last year. So all of that is to say, The shift I've experienced in my mindset over the year of being 25 has truly been about my feelings and my assuredness, my my absolute radiating positivity of that everything truly does work out for our highest good and for a reason. And I know that there can be a lot of controversy in that statement. I know that there can be a lot of, but what about this and what about this and what about this? And I hear all those statements. I understand all those statements. I want to be very clear that that understanding and that belief is not coming from a place of blindness to the world, to individual experiences in this world. 
It is not coming from a place of lack of understanding or a lack of awareness. This is just the personal belief that I have reached based on my life experiences. And even with that contributing factor, it can be very difficult for people to believe that I actually do believe in that. It can be very difficult for me to sometimes validate that statement in all that I've lost and all that I've experienced in my own personal life. However, that being said, over the last year, I have worked incredibly, incredibly hard to make that statement a belief, to make that belief an understanding that even the most difficult, even the most traumatizing moments of our lives, I believe, do in fact happen for a reason. And again, this is, this is not coming from a place of a complete lack of awareness. This is not coming from a place of putting rose-colored glasses on to the trauma that the world experiences on a daily basis. This is not coming from a place of a lack of knowing that I am a woman in a first world country with so much privilege However, this is the belief that I have come to hold and come to understand so that I can live intentionally, so that I can live a beautiful, experience-driven, love-fueled life for the rest of my life. So again, I want to go back and say I want to be abundantly clear. I, I understand that this is not a belief everyone shares. Fully, this is not a belief even my parents share with me. My mom and dad have both explicitly stated to me that this is not something they share with me. And I'm okay with that. I completely understand why they can't believe it or maybe refuse to believe it. And it's not my place to try and convince them. It's not my place to try and convince you that this is what you need to believe. All I'm saying is that over the last year, I have come to believe that everything in my life and everything in my life to come has and will have happened for a reason. And I'm okay with that. And I'm okay with understanding that this belief might even change in the future, that I might experience something that shifts this belief or changes or adjusts it to what I've experienced or will experience in this world. But as of right now, recording this podcast, leading into 26, this is what I believe. And over the last year, nurturing this belief has given me a incredible amount of faith in myself, in the world, in the people I surround myself with, in my business, in every aspect of my life. And I think that that's where I'm most grateful that this belief has come in and it feels like a savior. It feels like a way to define and relate to and understand all of the experiences I've had up until now, both positive and the worst experiences of my life, the worst moments of my life. So the way for me to equate this is definitely the way people attach to religion, the way people attach to faith. My, my faith is held in the universe. My faith is held in a higher power that is the universe. My faith is held in the belief that I singularly believe. Again, this is not something you need to believe. This is not something I believe everyone believes. But my faith is held in the fact that everything does happen for a reason, both horrific and incredible, because this is the way the human race evolves. This is the way I evolve. This is the way we evolve collectively so that we can get better and better. And I do believe that's what's happening. And that's the way my life has shifted in the last year. 
That is the belief I have adopted wholly and completely. And in my personal journey, it has felt extraordinarily empowering to believe this because it's also given me the understanding that I am in control of what I want to be in control of. I am in the driver's seat of my life. I have the ability to make decisions daily that affect the rest of my life, that affect my dreams, my goals, my relationships, that affects the foundation of what I believe to be intentional living. So all of that very existential reflection is to say, I am very, very excited for the next chapter of my life. I am very excited for the next era of LaRue and for Lauren, whatever that means for me, whatever that may look like, uh, whatever positive and negative experiences come with that. I am very excited for the next chapter because 25, I think, will I'm very confident, you know, this could totally be false, but I'm very confident when I am old And sitting in a little lounge chair one day reflecting on my entire life's journey, I am very confident that 25 will have been one of the defining years of my life, will have been one of the most transformative, will have been one of the most extraordinary years of my life. Because not only have I achieved more success than I ever have, but that's not even the most important part. I have changed so so much internally that what I've been working for and what I've been working towards the last several years of my life since I began this intentional living journey and even much much further when I didn't know what I wanted going back to being 17 and 18 years old when I lost my brother and going through college I had no idea truly I thought I knew what I wanted But I truly had no idea what I wanted out of life. And then I began my intentional living journey and I held it so, so closely to myself and so close to my chest and so internally because I was so scared to share that journey. And I slowly began to open up and I slowly began to transform. And then I think over this last year that really just hit like a zero to 100 button and I began to feel so much more confident, so so much more confident than I've ever felt in my entire life, not just about myself and my abilities, but just about my journey. I felt so confident that this is what I meant to do. And LaRue is what I was meant to nurture for the rest of my life. I don't think I will ever experience that ever again. I think maybe I'll experience something similar when I get married and definitely when I, you know, become a a mother, but those will feel very different. I know that because that's something so many people experience. This has felt like such a unique experience to me. And that's what's made me feel so utterly confident that LaRue is what I'm meant to do forever. It's, it's, It's the reason I was put on this earth. It's what I was meant to create and foster and nurture. It's what I was meant to bring and offer to the world. And there is not a single piece of me that doesn't believe that. There is not a single piece of me that questions that. And that is what has also contributed to a huge mindset shift that I do believe everything will work out for me. And I know that that might sound really selfish and it it might even sound really condescending 
but I don't mean it in a way of like, again, having blinders onto the world. I don't, I don't think I'm never going to face failure again. I don't think I'll never face rejection. I don't think I'll never face hardship again. I know that that's a part of life and I'm okay with experiencing those things because I know that in the long term, what I want will work out. I just, I don't know how to describe it to you guys. And I sincerely hope that this is something so many people can experience in their lifetime. But over this last year, I have come to realize that no matter what I face, whether it's financial hardship, whether it's enormous rejection, whether it's someone telling me, someone important to me telling me, you can't do this, you can't achieve it, no matter what difficulties I face, I just know there is a knowing within me so, so deeply. It feels like it's coming from the highest version of myself, from the highest power of me that tells me everything will happen and everything will work out and my dreams will come true. And I have never in my life experienced such a knowing. And that, like, I'm I'm trying not to cry right now. That has what's transformed the last year of my life. That is what has shifted so much of the confidence I have in myself, the confidence I have in my business. It's shifted the way I approach relationships, friendships. It's shifted the way I approach my day to day. And it has most importantly shifted my mindset on a day to day because even when I feel the overwhelm setting in, which you guys know I've talked about so recently, you know, I've, I had the overwhelm chaos podcast really recently in the last couple months. And you know that I experience a, a, like the overwhelm of the day to day, you know, I experience the, the anxiety of a day to day. I don't think any of that's going to go away just because I've realized these things, but the shift I've had in my mindset on a day to day is when I feel that worry, when I feel that overwhelm setting in, especially when it comes to things that I have in the past allowed the overwhelm to completely take over, meaning things like my financial security, my ability to be extraordinary in my work, things like that. When those things waver on a day to day basis now, I have such a incredible in touchness with my self-awareness that I'm able to step back and tell myself like no I just I just know it's gonna work out and it's okay for me to stress about this now it's okay for me to stress about whatever it is I need to stress about today but when a new day starts when tomorrow comes and I wake up and I feel that little bit of stress peeking in I don't push it down. That's certainly not what I do. But I have this ability now. I've, I've been able to conjure this ability over the last year, which certainly comes from my practices with EFT, personal reflection, journaling, the holistic practice of living, living intentionally. I am able to wake up the next day and tell myself, it's okay for this to be here. I acknowledge these feelings. I acknowledge this stress, this worry, this fear, this anxiety, whatever it may be, whatever feeling I identify it as, but I'm able to move on from it pretty quickly now. And I know that you might be sitting here thinking, 
okay, you're going to have another rude awakening one day when what if I lose and not what if one day I am going to lose someone important to me again or something tragic in my life may happen that could knock me off my feet for a while. And I don't mean just a couple days. I mean, I, I know that there is likely a time I'm going to face when I question these beliefs, when I question this business, when I question my purpose, when I question why I'm here and what the hell is the point of all of this. I know that that will likely come again because I'm not, I am certainly not naive to the experiences of this world. And I know that I will likely face tragedy and trauma again. However, I also have come to know that that is a part of life and it is up to us individually, person to person to choose what we do with that trauma and it might take me a really long time to make that choice it took me four and a half years after losing my brother to decide what I was going to do with that loss to decide what I was going to do with that utter pain that that sheer all-consuming grief pain and despair that I was feeling I had to make a choice just like you have to just like I will likely have to again in the future when I face the loss I fear so deeply of my parents, which I am convinced will not be until they are like 105. So we'll be okay then. <laughs> but anyways, all of this is to say the last year of my life has truly been extraordinary and I am so incredibly grateful. I, I don't, I sincerely don't know how to put it into words. So much of my life has shifted in such a beautiful way. And it's not something I want to sit here and apologize for. If you are in a difficult spot, I empathize with you more than you can understand. But when I was in that difficult spot and I was looking at people who were in successful places, who were boasting about, you know, their incredible life, I was wholeheartedly jealous. It made me angry. And now looking back, I can realize, and I don't just mean now in this current moment, like over the last year, over the last probably two years, I've been able to look back and acknowledge why that jealousy existed and, and where it was truly stemming from. And I don't want to be someone who has to feel like they have to apologize for now pulling themselves out of the absolute deepest and darkest parts of what I think life looks like. I'm not going to apologize for doing those things and having the courage to do those things and then healing those parts of myself and using those healed parts and using the, the lessons I've learned from experiencing trauma, from experiencing grief and getting to where I am now. I don't think anyone should ever have to apologize for fighting for themselves, for working for themselves. I have done nothing but prioritize myself over the last several years of my life I have done nothing but work hard every single day to fight for the life that I want. And I'm not going to apologize for those things. So if the things I'm saying feel upsetting to you, if the things I'm saying right now feel annoying to you, that is because there is something internally within you so deep that needs to be addressed. And I am here to help you with that. That is what this podcast is for. That is what LaRue is for. It is to help people it is to help women facing internalized trauma 
that we translate to things like anger, jealousy, fear, anxiety, because we don't know how to address them. That is what I have spent the last three and a half, almost four years. It'll be four years in October of my life doing. And that is what I plan to spend the rest of my life doing. So to reiterate what the introduction of this podcast says to you, to reiterate what I hope every single podcast I've ever recorded says to you, LaRue is a platform where all emotions are welcome. If you're feeling jealous, I'm not here to judge you. If you're feeling annoyed, I'm not here to judge you. If you're feeling angry, I am most certainly not here to judge you. I am here to tell you that all of those emotions, all of those feelings are so completely and utterly valid that my only encouragement to you is to start addressing why they are there. Acknowledge it. Understand it. Ask your ask yourself questions. Why do I feel this way? What is this coming from? What is this stemming from? How can I address these things? Because the only true disservice I think we can ever do throughout our lives is pretend that the things we ex- we've experienced and the way they've made us feel don't exist. I can't imagine. I truly cannot fathom the person I would be today if I hadn't addressed my trauma if I hadn't addressed the grief of losing my brother the anger of losing my brother the anger of being physically assaulted the anger of watching my dad attempt to commit suicide if I hadn't addressed the emotions from all of those traumas I have absolutely no idea who I would be and that sounds so utterly terrifying to me And I don't ever want to have to think about who I may be if I am in a place where I'm unable to address the emotions that I feel, no matter how dark they may be, no matter how terrifying they may be, no matter how anxiety inducing they may feel. I hope I can always be someone who is upfront and aware of my emotions and I can talk about them and I can share them on a platform like this. So not only am I helping myself heal, but I'm giving people the courage and the, the awareness that it's allowed to happen. These emotions are allowed to be acknowledged and healed. We don't have to internalize them. We don't have to bury them. So that's what 25 has looked like. It has been such an... Ex- I, I just don't know how to describe the last year of my life. I don't know how... I don't know how to express the gratitude that I have for the lessons that I've learned and the way I look at this world. I am so excited for the next year of my life. I am so excited for the next chapter of my life. And I feel so utterly grateful for what's to come because I truly thought that there would be a cap to what I was going to succeed at. I really did. I thought that one day... I would reach a place where I knew that this is it. Like, this is all I'm going to achieve. This is all I'm able to achieve. And the last several years of my life have proven to me that there there is no such thing. There is no cap. There is no limit or bounds to what I can achieve and to what I can do. And over the last year, as I've realized that more and more, my goals have shifted in a way that feel so so extraordinary and so exciting 
that I just don't know how to put into words how excited I am to work for them and to work towards them and to work to achieve them. So as I get so emotional and as I share this with you guys, I am just, I think I want to take the next part of this podcast to just share what I want 26 to look like. I don't want to go too far into the future. I have shared a lot of my, my personal and big goals for LaRue. But the next year of 26, the next year of my life, 2024, 2026, turning 26 and, and heading into 2024, my goals are to continue to seek balance. I think over the last year, I've also learned that balance is something that we're going to be seeking for the rest of our lives. There isn't going to be this moment where I'm like, oh yeah, this is it. This is balance because our lives are constantly shifting and constantly evolving. And the moment I feel like I might be in balance is the moment something could come in and disrupt that balance. It could be a beautiful disruption. It could be a disruption that causes fear. But life is so so fickle to balance life is always changing and evolving the people around you the situations and circumstances around you are always evolving so what might feel like balance today might not feel like balance tomorrow and I think I've learned to really accept that and not only accept that but truly embrace that because as I seek a day-to-day balance what that means for me overall, the overarching purpose for that means to me is just living intentionally and running an intentional business. So today, that's going to look different from perhaps a month from now. I know it's going to look different a year from now. And I certainly know it's going to look different with all of these life chapters that enter. It's going to look different when I open the first LaRue location. It's going to look different when I'm married. It's going to look different when I'm a mom. It's going to look different when I'm running a comp- a major company. I know that balance is something that's going to shift with every causing moment of my life. So if something that you're seeking as well as balance, I encourage you to reflect on that, that note and on that, that deep reflection of what it is, because I think that's true for everyone. I know it's true for everyone. Balance is something that we can never truly attain It's just something that we can attempt to apply to our day-to-day. And as the circumstances of our lives and as the experience of our lives change, we have to be okay with adjusting what feels in and out of balance with those changes. So over the next year of my life, over being 26, my goal is to not seek this finite definition of balance because I know that it's not possible. My goal is to adjust my perception of balance and see what feels in and out of balance on a day-to-day basis. So going back to what I've been saying over this podcast over the last months of asking myself, what do I need today? What feels good to me today? What can I do today that feels like balance? How can I balance my intentional life with my intentional business? And those habits and routines might not look the same every day. And I am finally okay with that, I think. I think I'm getting to a place where I'm 
I'm decompressing my OCD and my need for such a deep control that my habits don't need to be the exact same every single day. My routines don't need to look exactly the same every day. Because if that becomes the restrictions and the boundaries I set for myself, I don't see myself being as successful as I potentially could be. So I'm really trying to learn and actually unlearn both the boundaries I've set for myself, the limits I've set for myself, and also learn new ways I can feel balanced by understanding and being okay with the fact that my day-to-day is going to look different. I think that this is a very big part of the controlling aspects of myself that I, I have never been sure of how to let go of. I think it's a part of the OCD I face. I think it's a part of my just naturally controlling nature. And I need to learn and continue to learn. And this is going to be, I think, my my major goal, personal goal for the next year is learning how to let go of this control, this need for control and learning how to let go of this idea that if I don't complete certain habits, if I don't complete certain routines every day, it's a disappointment. It's a failure because that's not the case. As long as I stay regimented in my goals and I stay regimented in my my dreams and what I want for myself, what do I want to achieve? I think that that will mean balance. That will mean day-to-day balance. And as far as business goals go, as far as LaRue goes, I shared on the blog, I've been hinting at this on the podcast, but my goal for the next year, really moving into 2024, not specifically to 2020, (laughs) I keep saying 2026, not specifically to turning 26, but my goal for the next year and a half-ish of my life is to formally launch the LaRue community. So as you guys know, the biggest goal I have as of right now for LaRue is opening physical locations of LaRue that become a hub for women. Not just women entrepreneurs, but women in business, women in life who want to live intentionally, but also be intentional with their careers. So formally having services that do this, having a team of LaRue creatives around the world who offer creative services, coaching, mentorship, things like that. The LaRue locations will be a bookstore. It'll be a cafe. It'll be where we host mentorship opportunities, speaking events, workshops. It'll be where we host everything and anything host an app um and the online community and physical community of larue so next year my goal is to and i will formally be announcing the date of this launch uh hopefully somewhat soon i would say in the in the definitely in the coming months will be to formally announce the larue community the online community so we will be launching several tiers of an online community Um, Pretty soon, my team and I are working on building this out over the next several months, and it's becoming weekly meetings. Um, But that's the goal. It's to create and foster an online community of women to empower each other, to bounce ideas off of each other, to create a space that feels safe to explore new ideas, 
explore emotions, to explore growth in ways that feel intentional. So I think that's the update for you guys. That felt like a very personal podcast. They always usually do, but I feel like I am stepping into a new era of Lauren. I do feel like I'm stepping more into the most authentic version of myself, the most confident, the most empowering version of myself, the version of myself I am so deeply in love with. I just want to keep nurturing her. I just want to keep helping her grow. I just want to keep helping her be friends with her emotions, be honest, be aware. And I hope I've stressed clearly enough that being this person does not mean I have blinders on to the world. Being this person does not mean I am perfect. I am still experiencing daily emotions that I am figuring out how to deal with. Anger, anger at the world, anger at politics, anger at religion. I am facing ways I can be a less angry human, a more patient human, and that's okay. I'm fine with being honest about that with you guys. I'm not perfect. I don't want to sound like I'm perfect. I don't want to sound like I am naive to what is going on in this world. I am scared. I am. I, I do feel troubled by what is happening, especially when it comes to things like politics and our human rights in this country. And I'm not going to apologize for that. I'm not going to pretend like I don't feel those things. And if I haven't made it abundantly clear, um, you know, my my belief on politics and things like that are essentially no one's business. And if if I want to share those things, I will. But if I haven't made it abundantly clear, I am on the side of human rights. I am on the side of equal rights, women's rights. uh, And that if that's not something you can support, you know, on to the next. That's okay. But I think I want to make sure that this platform is true to me and this platform is true to what I believe. I don't want to try and continue to be someone I'm not, meaning I don't want to follow in the footsteps of other people just because they're successful. I, I want to set my own boundaries. I want to push my own limits. And for me, that does involve just being honest about those major things. I don't need to go into detail. It's not anybody's business. But I do want to be honest about how I feel about certain things. So anyways, tacking that on to the very end. But I think that's what I've got for you guys today. I am so excited for this next chapter. This uh, coming week is going to be amazing with all of the birthday celebrations. And I'm really excited. So I'll keep you guys updated. Next week's podcast will be the September update. So it'll be a more condensed version of this. Continuing to talk about balance. Continuing to talk about the my goals for 2023 and where I'm at and what I'm doing and etc so stay tuned for that and you guys know the spiel I love you all so so dearly and I will see all of you beautiful souls next week